What's up, world? And welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On today's show, we'll be discussing Kanye West snapping out of his recent political stupor and seemingly coming back to his senses. Is it genuine? Was it ever genuine? And is he actually back on his meds? We'll also cover hip-hop songs that we personally feel are the most overrated songs in our opinion. Songs that the masses seem to really love, but we feel that they're below average, just straight up whack. Then we'll debate the term woke. Should the term be retired? What does it really mean? And what makes an artist woke? Then we'll speak on the 25th anniversary of the release of Wu-Tang Clan's Enter the 36 Chambers and A Tribe Called Quest's Midnight Marauders albums and touch on what we appreciated about those albums and what they mean to us. Then, of course, the crew will share what they've been bumping for the week and we'll do another overrated, underrated segment and preview some upcoming topics. So with that, kick back and enjoy the show. Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up, what up? Yo, what's going on, my brother? Hey, Magnificent Vibes has invaded Vibes and stuff. <laughs> I see, man, I see. This is a rarity, man. This is a rarity. If y'all don't know by now, this is the R.O.D. Rodney Walker joining in. First episode of uh, Season 3. This is my first episode of Season 3, so let's get it, man. Man, welcome to Season 3, my brother. you actually the first to patch in, man. Oh, what? I ain't, yeah. I ain't like the seventh or eighth in the rotation, like 40, 40 minutes into the show like I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it might get kind of silly, man. We might get kind of silly. You know how we get there. I know, I know. Hey, <laughs> hey, I ain't coming in to a uh, overrated, underrated. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, you ain't coming in on our seventh topic. Right. Uh, Dave, he just hit me up. He said he's gonna patch in in about five minutes. So, yo, you know, we we hold it down. We hold it down with just the two of us all the time. So we this is this is nothing for us, man. We we, we got this. We got this. exactly, exactly, man. Let's get into it, then, man. <laughs> man, it's great to be back, man. I I got taken out by a upper respiratory infection last week, man. I was floored, dude. I had no voice or nothing for like three days. My wife actually had strep throat. Dang. But, yeah, man, we was both floored. It's, it's definitely something going around. So it is, um, man. I just actually took my wife to the uh, doctor today, man. She was been coughing all week like crazy, man. It's been hard for her to sleep. She's been coughing in her sleep. It's just crazy, man. It, did she have a dry cough or or is it flimmy? Well, it's it's red. She the doctor said her lungs is good. You know, she just got to take. She uh, got prescribed some medicine that would just get you know just help us sleep better but she said it should fade in about a couple of days so she should be all good okay okay that's good that's good yeah my wife is having the same issues couldn't even sleep because because the cough was so bad but yeah man everybody out there get your get your vitamin c that's right that time of year (laughs) exactly man so so a couple of things a couple of closing arguments i wanted to address just to kick off the episode from from our last episode oh for our, um, I don't know if you heard our album Face Off, but what was interesting, what I found interesting was that people were saying that the Talib, uh, or I'm sorry, Reflection Eternal Train of Thought album was a very long album to get through. Right. Tracks, 
but I actually went back and did the research and the common the um the like water for chocolate album has a runtime of 77 minutes and the reflection eternal has a runtime of 65 minutes so Ooh. i yeah i thought, thought, thought that was interesting because nobody was really saying that the comment felt long and you know like like overly drawn out it just to me it kind of speaks to the quality of that album um the fact that it, it was 12 minutes longer but people felt the train of thought out the longer album which it wasn't <clears throat> so um interesting i just found it interesting because because i think the i think like water for chocolate won like five to one over uh train of thought yeah. but uh Sound like we got someone else that just passed in. Go ahead and announce yourself. Let me tell you who I am. Let me tell you who I am. First of all, these niggas out here, you know, they're making $500 podcast. You know they got women's and girls and stuff. <laughs> Mom, Joe. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? You're, you're a little in and out. What's up? If it's the reception, I, I I can hear you clearly now. But what's going on, my brother? Good, <laughs> good, good. All right, all right. So this week, what up, Jamil? What up, Ron? <laughs> what up, man? I'm here early today. <laughs> <laughs> right. He ain't call in on like our seventh or eighth topic. Right. Oh <laughs> uh, snap! Look like we just lost him, man. Hopefully, he can patch back in. You know what? Hold on one second. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna send him a solo link. One, hold on one second. He out there by St. Louis, so sometimes his feed is a little yeah, yeah. Out, but uh, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I just want to continue what you were saying about. I just want to throw in a tag because I was, if I was originally on that episode too, I was gonna pick uh, like chocolate for water, like water for chocolate anyway. But you are, you got a point there. Um, I didn't think Train of Thought was that loud. I mean, that long. I felt that because it had more music, like Common had more like interludes and, you know, poems and stuff like that. So it kind of helped prolong that. And I'm sure a lot of people skip that. But when it comes and, and don't really count that as part of their rating of the album. But with Train of Thought, it was just so much more music. And so it might have tended to sound longer than like chocolate for water because like chocolate for water like water for chocolate had you know pause moments and that's what contributed to people probably saying well this album sounds longer than that album i don't think it was that many that many pauses in that though it was the the sketch in between a film called pimp and the next song i mean uh before a film called pimp and then there was the the thing in between um, Payback as a Grandmother and Ghetto Heaven and both of those kind of led you into the next song so I, I, I don't know maybe I missed something introductory, with that the introduction the, the introductory track was uh, wasn't that like a continuation because then then Common like go back to that introductory song yeah and, he, he yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did bring it back later in the album. I, I just thought it was interesting how people felt the Talib album was longer when it actually, in actuality, it wasn't. I think that just kind of spoke more to the quality of the comment and why people kind of dug it more. You know, I just I just thought that was interesting, something I wanted to bring up. But but another thing I wanted to bring up, <clears throat> um, I forgot to, when we were talking about the Lord Jamar comments, uh, one thing I forgot to bring up was that there were actually some white rappers who actually agreed with Lord Jamar. I know R.A. the Rugged Man was one, uh, Vinnie Paz was another, 
So it wasn't like he was just maligning all white artists and saying that they couldn't do hip hop. But the other point that he kind of brought up later in his argument that I, I forgot to uh, bring this up too was that white artists can always do another genre and be accepted in that genre with, with open arms. Whereas with black artists, we can't make it a hip hop. And we start out doing hip hop. And for whatever reason, we can't make it a hip hop. We're not allowed into another genre with open arms. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. You know, so that's 100% true. So the fact that a white artist kind of has that mobility, you can see, you know, so to speak, kind of proves his point that they are guests. It's like, yeah, I'm here for now, but that's for now. You know, if I decide to do something else, then, you know, I can depart and, and do something else. Like, kind of like a guest would depart. So that was kind of like Fair enough. the point, you know, uh, or a point that I forgot to bring up <clears throat> last week. I meant to, but... Um, but moving on to this week, um, this week's show is brought to you in part by Yak. Uh, your daddy drank it, and I drank it. (laughs) (laughs) Partially brought to you in part by stolen, uh, American whiskey, which shall remain nameless. (laughs) We don't don't shout out no brands on on the, uh, on the vibes and stuff, man. We're not getting paid. Not at all. (laughs) Especially not this one, because they stole the recipe from a man's. Oh, I already know who you're talking about. Exactly. I already know who you're talking about. Yep, that green label. <laughs> but let's uh, let's moving on to, to this week's episode. Just a, just a couple of uh, um, well, not even a couple, but just one news nugget I thought was kind of worth talking about. Jamil actually brought it to my attention. So, Jamil, man, go ahead and fill us in on the whole Jaden Smith thing. Yeah, I thought that was kind of wild. So it's a, a video out there of him, I guess, in concert. And he's proclaiming uh, Tyler, the creator, as his boyfriend. And it, it kind of blew up. It blew up real fast. I think uh, Ian and I briefly talked about that. I think it was on some PR stuff. But the point that I wanted to go with and the reason why I wanted to bring it up, you know, with the crew was the fact that he felt like that would play, I think, speaks a lot to where we are in the culture right now. <laughs> like we can we be talking about white folks being guests. These new dudes are definitely guests. They just don't right. have the same connections to the culture, um, and they see it more as a, um, you know, it's a it's a, a cash grab kind of a thing. But they're not really invested. You know what I mean? It's, it's just right. like like another hustle, like the dope game. And there's a lot of people now that are profiting off of it with without the same foundational values and I think this is just an example of that yeah I find it interesting that like you know I know Jay Smith puts out music I know I've, I've heard some pretty decent reviews of his music but he's not like a popping artist like that so the fact that people are now talking about this it kind of negates to me it just kind of takes to me it takes away from any good music he might actually be putting out because now everybody's right. talking about this and like exactly. look for the record, I totally think he was trolling. I watched the video after you sent it to me, Jamil, and like, yeah, you know, he's giggling as he's saying it, and Tyler is all like shaking his head no, and you know, it, it didn't seem like a real, real like confession or anything or real coming out. Like, I totally think it was a troll because he knew people would talk about it, but like the fact that like in our day coming up, you couldn't even joke around with stuff like that. You know, that's my point. I, I think it's just a product of. 
the times, you know what I mean? Like, like things change from generation to generation. You take like getting a whooping, like, you know, different attitudes and research has kind of shown that like whooping your kids ain't always the best, but our parents, I, well, I can't speak for everybody, but I know my parents definitely whooped me. And like, you know, for stuff that like, probably, I probably shouldn't have been whooped about, or maybe I should have been whooped about, but like, you know, I, I spank my child, but I don't, I don't whoop him nearly to the point where like I got whooped. You, you know That's what I mean? That's not the only yeah, yeah. discipline that you use. Yeah. Right. It's a tool in the toolbox. This discipline is necessary, but it's, yeah, exactly. Right. Cause you know, exactly. out of kind of, you know, there, there's been some progress made, you know, in that, in that area. But I, I'm, I'm saying that to say this is like when people's attitudes for homosexuality, it's like at one point it was a no, no. And now it's just kind of, you know, it, it, it's just like, well, yeah, well, whatever, you know, times are changing. And then you take a weirdo like Jaden Smith, who was born rich and, uh, and privileged, you know, he ain't ever have to worry about getting beat up because, you know, he, he dressed different or he talked different, you know, or looked different. You know, whereas with us, it was like, that was just the world we lived in. Yeah, dude, like, if you even look at a dude, like you ready to test them out <laughs> Gonna get knocked out dude Where I'm from Or you better be ready to To stand your ground <laughs> Exactly Exactly But um Did, did um, br- Briefly Briefly switching gears Real quick In our news nuggets Did any of y'all Get to see The, the Saturday Night Live Us <laughs> Get called Permission No I didn't see it Oh you You Missing out y'all gotta say- Please watch that <laughs> oh, I'm on YouTube right now about to uh, save it in my file. Shake that so booty they, if you wish. <laughs> but featuring Booty King and Uncle Butt. <laughs> <laughs> so long. Basically, long story short, it's it's a it's a club joint. It's a spoof. It's a spoof rap song that they did to kind of. It's it's a club banger that's in harmony with the Me Too movement. And it's like it's just hilarious, man. They got the Lil Wayne and Future did a um, did verses on it as well. I thought that was interesting. But what I thought was interesting was like, like okay, yeah. What I thought was interesting was that like the quality of the song, even though it was a jokey song, went down when Future started rapping. Mm. I just let you know. Yeah. And it's like, man, this dude really, really can't rap. Like, I never thought he could um, in the first place. Yeah, he he ain't my. He's never been my cup of tea. But like, you know, you just kind of give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, surely he's popular for some reason. Like, maybe maybe he do got bars. But you know, for whatever reason, he just ain't my cup of tea. But not bars. I'm like, Jeez. <clears throat> but people find him entertaining, just like they find, just like they find um nursery rhymes entertaining. I mean, it's the same same concept. <laughs> yeah. He he gets what they want, man. You give him a a, a good hook that they could just repeat and twerk to that's all they want yeah it's like it's like young buck said all you need is a cold record and a cold hashtag <laughs> you know what i mean that's all you need these yeah. days all right and and a couple of drug references yeah percocet yeah. molly it's percocet yeah. yeah but if y'all have not checked it out please check it out it's called uh, it's on youtube put in snl permission um, hilarious song, man. <laughs> hilarious song. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
featuring Uncle Buck. <laughs> that was the killer when they do the introductions. <laughs> All right, so um, moving right along, man, we got to our first topic, man. So Kanye has seemed to snap out of his political stupor, man. This is kind of old. It, it took us a while to get to it because, you know, I was down sick last week, but <clears throat> Kanye has distanced himself from politics, from Candace Owens, from Lexit, from, you know, all the stuff he was talking before and saying he's strictly focusing on being creative right now. So do y'all buy this? Do y'all think it's genuine? Do you think it was ever genuine? Do you think that he's back on his meds? You know, what do y'all think? Who, who, who you want to start with? Oh, man, whoever, whoever takes it first. Hey, <laughs> I, I've always thought that he's worked I, I always think he's thought he's had bipolar issues and I'm no longer sold on any personality changes that Kanye decides to make when it comes to anything now I mean musically politically uh, or just you know his sanity itself it, he's lost his marbles I, I've been saying it you know ever since his mom died he's never been the same and you know he's been very inconsistent as far as his music since then and you know he's been very inconsistent as far as his uh way of life and i honestly i just feel like you know it's just another ploy to get attention from the masses and oh look look what kanye west is doing this week what is he doing how is he feeling this week well i'm uh, uh, you know, I like Donald Trump. Then the next week, oh, I don't like Donald Trump. Oh, the next week, well, Donald Trump don't like me, but I think he still likes me. It, 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 uh, uh, I, I closed the book on that chapter a long time ago, man. Just drop an album, dude. I, I'm, I'm in that book. I feel like, yeah. Go ahead, my fault. No, go ahead, go ahead. I feel like the whole thing in the beginning with Trump um, and the support there. I never really felt like it was 100% genuine anyway. I think it was a, uh, a Chris Jenner, you know, plot that kind of just grew out of grew out of control. I think the initial comments and the, the stuff that he was saying, you know, all of that stuff started happening right before the good music releases. You know what I mean? So we got to get people talking about Kanye. And I think that uh, that coupled with his, you know, well-documented issues with mental health, it, it kind of exaggerated the whole thing and just got away from him. I feel like he he genuinely means what he's saying as far as, you know, wanting to stick to being creative and, you know, just kind of focus on the music. But I also feel like he means that right now. Like, we don't know what he's going to mean, legitimately mean and say in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so you think he's still pretty unpredictable? Very much so. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think he he means what he's saying. Like he's genuine in what he's saying when he says it. Problem with Kanye is that he's you could be an intelligent person, but you can, just because you're an intelligent person doesn't mean well read. Right. And I think Kanye is he's a contrarian. If everyone's going left, he's going to go right. Everyone hates Donald Trump. I'm going to love Donald Trump. Right. You know. What I mean? So like I think that's part of it. But when you look at when you look at what he came out and said on Twitter, like, yeah, I'm for gun reform. Like, yeah, you know who's for gun reform, gun laws, Democrats. 
yeah, I'm for illegal immigrants being able to come over here and find amnesty and asylum. You know who's for that? Democrats. Um, yeah, I'm for investing in, in public schools and, and, and bringing resources to the people who need them the most. You know who's for that? Democrats. So it's like for you to come out in support of like highest ranking Republican and one of the most divisive Republicans in our modern times, it to me that tells me that Kanye just probably does not read a lot. No. And he's he just genuinely does not know a lot about the world. Like you know what I mean? Like like okay, for instance I- like like celebrity you know how celebrities are kinda in a they say they're in a bubble. And remember when DMX said when 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 Barack Obama was running for president, and people someone asked DMX in an interview, "What did he think of Barack Obama?" and DMX was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> and, and and basically embarrassed himself, and he was like, hey, "Barack Obama? What he African or something? I ain't that. Your mama ain't that. You know Barack? He needs to cut that out. You know I see him. I'm telling him to cut that ass out." And it's just like. DMX was in a bubble. DMX has enough money to like just go somewhere and chill where he's like insulated from the rest of the world. And I think it's the same way with Kanye times 10 because Kanye Kanye is way more popular than DMX ever was. So he kind of has the luxury to just kind of like take his money and go somewhere and not be, you know, bothered with the rest of society. And I think that's kind of what fed his infatuation with Donald Trump instead of instead of being like man why does everybody hate this guy and looking into why people hate this guy he just said well everyone hates him i'm gonna love him right right i uh i hey this is reggie what up man what up what up hey i i agree with you uh on the end part of that end um and on the second thing though i don't think it was ever political like i think it, i think people end up making it political because of the questioning and stuff that they was asking him and like you said, he was in a bubble, so he really didn't have the intelligence to answer it. And just to, you know, because he is who he is, he just said anything. And it just was a situation that people wasn't going to rock with it because of the times that everybody living in. But I think personally, if you ever listen to some of the interviews, and, and you know, he's kind of scatterbrained, but he actually made a lot of sense. It was really just for himself in terms of like getting himself back out into the world and being this person that he once was and his way of doing that was challenging the mindset of how people viewed him mm-hmm. and so that's what caused him to wear that hat now i don't agree with what he did uh, none of that but he felt that he was going to be able to wear that hat and challenge everybody and yet still come out and make music that was going to make him be who he once was was that dude who said you know uh, bush hate black people that's how he really felt in his head. He felt like he was being bullied, and he felt the way he was going to offset this was to wet his hat and, you know what I'm saying, and just take on everything that y'all give him. And, in fact, that was going to make him a better man. Now, like I said, I don't agree with it, but that's how he wrapped it around in his head. That's- and that's what he said in a lot of those interviews, you know what I'm saying, if you actually just really listen to him. But at the same time, I just don't think – that was something that he should have jumped into without knowing anything you know what i'm saying and so since then of course now he can't backtrack so now it's like well you know what i'm just gonna jump out the game you know what i'm saying but i mean again if you listen to uh uh, uh kanye for political advice anyway you're stupid you know what i'm saying like, and, and, and any in any in any uh you know what i'm saying uh entertainer for that point because i mean 
I mean, I you know, we're not going to get on the religious standpoint, but I'm just saying, like, you got to be your own person at the end of the day. So if you letting somebody else dictate what you think or how you going to react, I mean, it's just nitty. So it is what Yeah. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Reggie. I think it has zero to do with actual political policy or stances or issues. It was just like, I like this dude's energy. Right. He, he took the world by storm. He was an underdog. Yeah, it had nothing to do with, it had nothing to do with political, you know what I'm saying? Anything political. It's just the fact that everybody hated him so much and he didn't know nobody hated him. Like, he, he came out like, wait a minute, we hate him now? Like, why is that? Like, he was just so lost. That's that's and the that's the ramblings of an unmedicated bipolar man. Like no no no, that's that's true. I mean I get what you're saying. Like but what? at the end of the day, what? like he's unmedicated and he's on like a manic high. So true. what this dude so, is but, saying so, so, is so so that's how he was trying to self medicate though. And that's why it sounds and that's why that's why I said I don't agree with it. It's very dumb, but that's what he was doing. No, I agree. I, I agree with that. I, 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 I mean, like it's all facts what you're saying, but it was just it was just a stupid approach on it. You know, I just it, it becomes dangerous. It's like we live in a we live in a different time now, where people will do all these mental gymnastics to justify whatever craziness he's coming out with, instead of just being like, you know what, I like Kanye, but I don't agree. With you. Thank you. Like, I, That's I like it. I like Wu I like Wu Tang. I love Wu Tang, but I'm not going to become a five percenter. You know what I mean? Because it, it's a certain tenets of that I definitely disagree with. Right. So, certain, certain tenets of <laughs> <laughs> Right, certain ones. So if they, certain they, ones. So if they clean up some of it. <laughs> right, I might be on. Okay, okay. All right. Truth comes out of vibe oh, stuff. I like it. Oh, man. Oh, no, man. Change the subject, man. <laughs> <laughs> Think my phone is tapped. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, but wait, was that short? Your point, Dave. Uh, basically, what you were saying was just that this dude needs professional help. Uh, yeah, like it's it's chemical, man. Like, and and the only problem I had with it was people that was like giving stock to what he was saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this guy's making a lot of sense, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, this 13th Amendment is getting in the way. Like, what are you talking about? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I, and, and, and the dude is clearly unmedicated. He's admitted it. You can tell he's exhibiting all the symptoms. It's like, I, I'm more angry at the people around him for not stopping him or not kind of reining him back and letting him go on this tangent and embarrass himself and put himself out there like that. You know what I mean? Like, because at, at the end of the day, all of us want some Kanye music. Like, we grew up on it. We all oh, love it. Oh, man. Good, good. The music has been what? Like the God music has been hit because he's been so off the wall and un, un unfocused. Like you saw what he did when he was focused on the music. Like he put out what four albums in a row. You know what I mean? That were bang. Like, that were bangers too. Yeah, four out of four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you only count four out of five because because of lyrics. I mean, no, no, sonically, no. it was five out of five. Nah, even the beats on Ye was a little bit questionable. That it wasn't on the same <laughs> level. How about that? Don't worry. I'm telling you, man. Sonically, five out of five, my dude. You listen to them <laughs> and you put somebody else on that, it's a hot track. He might have went a little bit more abstract on his own personal album, but I, it was there. It was there. I mean, I did. I, I, did. I, I, did. I, I love it. Uh, yeah, the effort. I, I really didn't. I really only listened to that one once. So maybe there was something I missed. <laughs> I, actually <laughs> like, I actually like Stupidy Poop, but that wasn't on the album. 
I was I know I was on the <laughs> I'm just saying I like Scooby too. The beat was dope. Yeah, the beat was dope. Oh, that beat was crazy. It was banger. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> but yeah, the effort. Teachers <laughs> all. Right, teachers all. The effort, the effort was there. Like when you, when I went back and listened to it, I actually did go back and listen to it because of what Reggie had to say about it. So. Uh, specifically the yay and like you 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 do hear the effort it's like yeah the final product wasn't very good or no but because he just did it the day before yay yay is a producer that's that's what he is like he if if anything you're gonna get the production right but you can definitely hear you could definitely hear the sketching of something that could have been potentially great that he didn't completely flush out you definitely hear it like I, I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think he rushed it, but I'm just saying, like, his 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 worst is somebody else's best. And with that being said, like, I can give it a five out of five, dude. Like, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact remains, you put them tracks on anybody else's CD, you wouldn't have never known. You just thought another producer would be like, oh man, it's a dope track. Like, you, but, but because it's Kanye, we holding it to a higher standard. You know what I'm saying? But sonically, like, it's there. Like. As nuts as the dude is, like he's a genius. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll agree to disagree on that four out of five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. So, <laughs> like I said, that album was like lime candy, man. Um, yeah, you just you 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 don't prefer this. Um, but moving. <laughs> Moving right along, man, to our next segment, man. We're going to tackle something. We're going to tackle overrated pop songs, man. Songs that are loved, loved by the majority of hip-hop fans, music fans, that you feel just ain't all that, or just is just straight-up whack or below average, and you don't get the hype. Uh, Reggie, man, I know you got one that we've argued about um, a couple of times that you feel the overrated song. But uh, we'll do a round table, man. So, okay, hopefully we can get them back. But Reggie, man, what's, what what hip hop songs do you feel are are the most overrated in the genre? Okay, okay, we'll bounce back to you, Jamil. I'm here. I'm here. Right okay. now, still here. Um, I'm here. You want my uh, my my songs that were overrated? Yeah. Uh, Big Pimple. Mm. <laughs> I feel like. Uh, it was it was alright, but for yeah, yeah. big pimping is uh, I think it's it, it gets you know put up on the pantheon with with some of the some of the best Jay songs, and I just don't agree, especially uh, from UGK. Like for people who were using that as a as a springboard to say UGK was dope, I'm like, have you actually listened to their music? Because that's that's a poor example of what they can do. I agree with that. Yeah, he got way better stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I do think Big Pimpin was definitely overrated. Like the the star of the song was the beat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember any like show bars, any standout bars from that song. I remember a couple. Like Jay has some has some slick bars in there, but I just. You, I think you get better work from UGK and Jay Z than than Big Oh, oh, somebody grinding uh, <laughs> some tomatoes up here. <laughs> somebody making a smoothie. Hey, somebody. 
<laughs> and then they left. Right. <laughs> all right, all right. So, who would like to go next, man, with overrated songs? Okay. Okay. What's up? So, what happened? We doing overrated <laughs> songs, overrated hip hop songs that everybody like. That you know. Okay. Uh, like, so, so I heard Jamil. He just said that one. That was it. I got a couple. I just didn't want to hog the conversation. <laughs> well, go ahead. Go ahead and run through run through the rest. Uh, Party up by DMX. That's overrated. Terrible. I think so. Terrible. I, I agree. I think mm. so. I don't. I don't think it's a great song. I mean, they play it. Got, it, it got a great. <laughs> It's great very couple, specific. Great though. couple bars. With somebody going a 12 0 run at basketball games is dope, but not just. <laughs> but it's a very specific party song. Like, it's not a. I, I, don't, know, I, mean, I don't know the qualifications here. You know, what, what do we. I just don't. I don't like party music from DMX, I guess. <clears throat> okay. I mean, he did have a couple bars in there that's, that's memorable, and I, I still quote to this day. You know, you whack your bitch at your girls. <laughs> <laughs> that was cold. Like whoever he was talking to. <laughs> Man. But so you got nothing, nothing else really redeemable from, from so that you, from me. You got quotables from that song that you say up until this day, but yet it's on your list as an overrated song? Yes. I thought I was clear about that. That's interesting. You got I was just I, I, I find a lot. I find a lot of disconcert. <laughs> well, there is a singular there is a singular quotable on there. I'm not saying that the song is trash. I'm just saying that it's put on a pedestal that it doesn't deserve. The same thing with Big Pimpin'. I didn't think it was yeah, a, I didn't think it was a bad song. I just think it gets more than than what it actually deserves. But just because a song just because a song you remember a line or a bar from a song doesn't mean it's not whack like like everybody remember stop collaborate and listen from whatever ice that doesn't make it a good song <laughs> you mean ice ice baby yeah yeah well, yeah whatever it is called oh man i mean people like drake and night he said it's called stop collaborate and listen ah oh man Bart. the first oh, the first the first line of the song though i think that was it right I, can i suggest a song here uh, absolutely LMA booed up. Um, one of the most overrated played songs I've heard. And I'm pretty tired of it. Um, hey, Greg, Greg. If <laughs> you and me both. If my wife, if, if my wife hear, heard you say that right now, she would have jumped up and hugged you, man. She hates that song with a passion. Dude, I don't understand why it's still being played on the radio. Dude, I don't understand like how it made it to be. <laughs> It like horrible. what is there to it? That song is like three years old. Yeah, like, is it really? It's been out for like. Wasn't even, she wasn't even getting traction when it first came out, and now all of a sudden, <laughs> the girl was a freshman in high school when she made that song. Well, it, then it that makes like, a, that makes it make a lot more sense then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so 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 Dave, I, I know Dave is on a schedule, man. Dave, did you have any overrated hip hop songs? Uh, anything by Drake. Oh man! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Man, that's great. Man, I'm loving this. Come on, uh, specific, specific. Flip to the catalog. <laughs> Just flip to the catalog. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on, come on, man. Me scorpion. Anything past his first mixtape. Man, you know you mean, what? You mean Drake? I feel like you mean even Hotline like, Bling. Dude, Hotline Bling might be that was one of the most disrespectful songs in hip hop, man. Dude, the funny the part about it is work. he stole a song. Yeah, he stole the track. Then, then uh, I think on the 
same album he was rapping like with a Jamaican he accent and something like that. No, more life. More life. Stole the song from Dram, and the song was out when Dram put his drum, whatever his name is. He stole it while it was out. Like, the video is out. That's, that's, oh, that's pretty gangster. That's a different. That's pretty gangster. That's, that's Suge Knight level gangster. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so disrespectful. Come on. It's two different beats. The Dram beat is based off the, the Mario Brothers song. It was pretty close. It's pretty real, real close. If you listen to the beginning, they both got the same, like, whatever the drums yeah. is, the bongos. It's the same exact yeah. underlying song, dude. Like, it's the same cadence yeah wow yeah I'm gonna throw a few out here they might be a little controversial um I always felt like Eminem lose yourself while wow, it was a good song I felt that it it's a little overrated <laughs> lose yourself yeah people consider that people consider that like the best Eminem song ever no, what no. people though the Oscar committee sure because they probably only heard that the real Slim Shady and Stan. Well, yeah, when you read Rolling Stone and Spin Magazine and all of that, like they will, a lot of lists have this at the top of his, you know, you know, discography or catalog is his best song. But "Lose Yourself" was okay, but it, it was just to me, it's just a little overrated. Another overrated song, man, Lil Wayne's "Amelie." Um, I thought that beat was terrible, man, and like it's just. I, I didn't see what was so great about it, man. But it was like all over the airwaves when 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 Carter Three came out. Um, another overrated song, man. Niggas in Paris. Ooh. Um, Ooh. What's so great about that song? Oh, it's, that, it's, it's dope. dope. That, that, that song is hot. <laughs> it's it's dope, nigga. What you talking about? What's so great about it? <laughs> that song is hard. Man, I must be. I must be bugging, man. I think that. Yeah, you ain't heard it. You don't like Jay-Z? Oh, whoa, whoa. Why you bringing him up? Whoa, that's that's tough. To say it's trash. I could I could almost go with you with overrated, but Hey, I got my throw a shameless plug in to one of Ray's uh underrated overrated tracks. That Amelie track, that sample was five dog in the sample, so I just wanted to plug that in. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That beat That's That beat actually is It does You know a lot of people have done it justice Like Wayne is not a Great lyricist so It is what it is with that But you let some, some people with some bars get a hold of that beat Like go go listen to Dude, it There's some people I that killed it if I if I'm not mistaken, Corey Guns made the song popular. Yes, he did, and then I he was taken that. off of it once the once it got played on the radio. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's also gangster. Yeah, Corey Guns. Um, <laughs> my, my, my overrated song though would be California Love. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I that song is trash. I like that. I like that one. I like that one. Hot trash. It's hot trash. That's a good one. And and anything that uh uh hip hop array, what's them doing? Oh, uh, naughty by naughty by oh, naughty by They should delete their whole discography, man. Really? Throw them in the garbage. Wow. Oh, no. nah. You didn't like that nah. nah. You gotta listen to it. You gotta <laughs> garbage, man. Stay off the oh, radio because this some they got some bangers. Dude, dirt all yeah. by my lonely. Hey man, listen, man. 
say stink. Nah, I got a job. I'm going to rap with you, man. Fresh is one of the most underrated MCs. Man. Yes. Hey, man, listen, man. Yes. I, he may be. He may be. But that duo, Fresh. <laughs> I hear he a thorough dude, you know what I'm saying? He would not want to be messed with in the street. Man. His rap career stinks, man. Yo, I'm another, throwing another, in, uh, No, go ahead. I got, I got out there. I got to this. It's, it's, I got two more, and then I'm done. Walk This Way to Run DMC and Aerosmith is a terrible song. What are you talking about? All right, okay. I can't. I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I can agree with you on that. I've never been in- I've never listened to that song all the way through. It was a crossover record, though. Right. It was that, it. That, it was a remake. It was a cover, basically. It was a crossover. I know, I know that. I, I I get the whole crossover thing, but the results just are not good. It's like... But it's not over. Like, if it changed, it changed, it introduced rock into hip-hop and, and essentially hip-hop into rock. How can it be it didn't change nothing. It didn't change nothing. What came after that that was in the same vein as that? Lincoln Park. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think I'd be put on spot like this, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, anything, anything that was Lincoln Park and rap, but I mean, but not just, not just that. I'm just saying Lincoln Park as an entity, like anybody yeah. that was no, doing rap no, back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, oh, what, it did do, it, what it what it did do though, I, if I'm not mistaken, rappers was on rock ballads and vice versa. So you had. Mm-hmm. You had both of those coaches going to the same venue at times. Right. Yeah. Well, they were well, they were ex- like exclusively separate. Yes. Man, that song. Look, I'm not saying that the song is good. I'm just I'm just saying what what right the impact. You know why people put it up there like that. Yeah. It's a false. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I think I think I think it gave him Buster Rhymes and Ozzy Osbourne an <laughs> idea, but I can't give it a lot of credence as far as. Creating Lincoln Park. All I'm right. not saying that they created Lincoln Park. What I'm saying though is that they Lincoln Park is able to play in a space that existed partially because of that type of collaboration. Prior yeah, to Aerosmith Run DMC, you don't have anybody doing anything with that sound. Yes. Yes. Fifteen years later, though. Right. I don't. I don't disagree. That's just that's just the example that we're using now. I mean, there were right. Their collaboration Oh man I mean Come on dude Seriously I guess other people did it They just didn't do it As good as they did Nah I feel like they just collabed Yeah And then lastly My last song man Kanye West Can't tell me nothing I I thought that was a uh, What's wrong Let me calm down What Hey man I can think You You I was giving Jamil a pass on his Kanye. No, but you—you are. I mean, you could pick. You could choose a better Kanye song to say was overrated. Certainly not that one. You. Hey, I give you one off that album that's overrated. Good life. Yeah, I agree with that. I didn't really like. I didn't really like Good Life. I'm not saying that it wasn't a good song. I'm saying it wasn't a good song. That's the one you want. I, I, Drunken Hot Girls. I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody calls that overrated though. It's just not a good song. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, touche, touche. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I got. I only got a couple. I got Jesus Walks. Um, what? Yeah. What? Whoa. Jesus Walks was overrated. Jesus Walks was overrated. 
You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Rodney, Rodney, Rodney. I mean, you just in the earth. Rodney, 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 Am I getting cut by statues of Baal? You know, are we doing Baal worship here? Like, I'm sorry, I, I just never felt it. Took it all the way there. Let's tap your foot, Franklin Revel. Okay. I want to hear asking us questions, harassing the rest of us, saying we eat pieces of ish like you for breakfast, huh? Y'all eat pieces of. What's the bait? Man, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Didn't didn't affect me. It didn't move me. I'm sorry. Rodney, Rodney, Rodney you drunk off that King Kong. I don't know man. what you talking uh, about. Rodney been, nope. Rodney been sipping that, yep. sipping that chamomile tea and eating wheatgrass. It was affecting his ear for 14 years, baby. For 14 years, and it won't kill me, baby. <laughs> you phone so tapping me because it ain't gonna change my my train of thought. I respect it. Hey. Not really, but it sounds good. Well, I can't respect it. Crazy. I'm going to hurt y'all feelings one more time. Hey, I'm going to hurt y'all feelings one more time. I got another overrated song. Uh, Break You Off, by the Roots. Super overrated. I don't I don't think that was a great song anyway. Super overrated. Yeah, I, I got to agree. agree with you on that. Yeah, that, that. I mean, it's appropriate for the time that it's appropriate. But yeah, it, it was. You ain't, finna just, you ain't just going to play that. It sounded like it sounded like music song featuring black dog. Like it didn't sound like yeah. a song. What what yeah. you need to do is get get your hands on the D'Angelo version. Much better. Much better. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I yeah. Nice plug. I mean nice it's plug. still just an okay song, but but it, I mean but the D'Angelo vocals Yeah, the D'Angelo vocals work a lot better on that. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. That, 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 that sounds like it would be better. All right, man. So, did anybody have any others, man, before we move on to our next topic? I mean, we could kind of do this all day. Yeah, pretty much. Let's let's, let's go ahead and move on. (laughs) All right. All right, then. Moving right along, man. We have, um, we, I wanted to debate the, the, the term woke. Do y'all think the term is played out? If it's, if it's applicable to what people try to apply it to? Um, and if so, what makes an artist woke in your in your opinion? First of all, let me just say I'm not I'm not I'm not terribly fond of the word because the word has kind of become like a catch all for like anyone who's socially conscious on any level. And it's kind of become almost like a, a derogatory, like tongue in cheek word to kind of dismiss people who um, don't make, you know, BS music. So where do y'all stand on the term and like what makes the artist woke to you? Because there's like degrees to everything. It's like to somebody who listens to, you know, Booty Kings and Uncle Butt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> if you please. Someone like that. Someone like that, T.I. might come off as woke. But what do y'all think of the term? Do you think it needs to be retired? No. I think it's been co-opted by by the masses, and it has somewhat 
um, somewhat lost what any real meaning, like you said, becomes a catch-all, you know, to kind of dismiss people. And you do, I mean, we do laugh at the overly woke dudes that, that can't enjoy anything. But, I mean, the term itself, what, what, what do you replace it with? You know what I mean? You still have to be able to identify um, the socially conscious, and that doesn't roll off the tongue as easily as woke. So, it's, I don't know. I don't know if that term is going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not going anywhere, especially when you attach it to the term sleep. Like they sleeping on me, or they sleeping on this, or they right, like, right. They woke. I mean, you look at a you got an artist like a Kendrick or J. Cole, you know, speaking on, on social issues and just and and still, like issues in general. Everybody gonna look at them like, yeah, they these dudes is woke. Like they, I mean, I think it fits. It just depends on who's saying it. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think in terms of an artist, I guess I would say you would have to use it. Um, I think the word itself is played. Um, and then I think um, people that use it or say it all the time, it's like they are so woke, they drowsy. Like, <laughs> like some of these people really need to go to sleep. <laughs> a lot of times, yeah, like, that no, it's like a lot of times. So woke, they drowsy. I mean, yeah, you got it. You got it. Like it be people nitpicking the the, the smallest thing. Oh, right. Like, it's way bigger right. issues right. Right. to to tackle over. You know what I'm saying? This person drunk chocolate milk and he not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. He not woke. Don't you know where milk come it, from? It's just like right, right. Yeah, it's just Whole it's just crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I love them like that. Cause I get them. You you on you on the internet talking about how woke you are while you texting from your iPhone. If you really want to go there, let's go there. And I'll bring it to him. If you're going to be woke, I'm going to outwoke you. <laughs> just, for, just for my own entertainment. Because you, you sound crazy. I mean, the woke the woke movement started that whole, like, uh, the uh, veganism and all that stuff. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, they've been doing this to food for years. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're growing out your backyard, all food contaminated. Like, so. Pretty much. Just die like the rest of us. Like, it is what it is, man. <laughs> My thing, my thing with, with, with even veganism, right? It's 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 once it became a movement and people are trying to shame you for for liking ribs or whatever. My thing is, like you said, it's been around forever. Soul Veggie been 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 the spot for for years, and nobody really, you know, just the people who went there. You go get your little Impossible Burger or whatever they was eating, and you know they keep it moving. But it wasn't it wasn't like yeah, not a. Now they selling out. Like you gotta be kidding. Right. Even me tell me I can't get an impossible burger. Like, hey man, get out of here, dude. I think the problem is when people start attaching names to it. If we're talking about veganism, like everybody wanna talk about vegan or pescatarian or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Plant based diet. That's basically what you what you going for. Or what they right. consider the best thing. Once so you start attaching names to it, keto the keto diet and you know, uh what's that other one? The caveman one? Like okay, now now you I don't like that. <laughs> but like I said, it just it seemed like all that stuff, you know, came from like being woke. Like, oh man, you gotta realize what they're doing the food. Right. Like, come on, man. But it like, goes it goes so Brother, they're controlling you with that McDonald's. It, it goes around food though, like like they'll, it does. they'll try to make you I mean like look, every everyone like however you wear your hair is your business. Like I don't I don't judge anybody, but like 
you know, to judge people who don't have dreadlocks or right, like, right. like oh, you still use natural, oh, natural. You know, yeah. we use black soap, you know. What I mean? And right, right, right. You know, I, Tom, you gotta use Tom toothpaste, brother. You uh, use amen. you use Jergens lotion, brother. What? Do you know <laughs> what they put in that? I'm a victim, brother. You're a, a moron. What do you say? <laughs> Even my conditioning has been conditioned. And, and like, like even like myself, I bought into that. Like I was watching with black soap and turning my bathtub gray. And, and like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. And then, but after a while, I'm just like, you know what? Like, like this Switch is just another, your bathtub gray. This is just another form. Real talk, man. Black soap turn your bathtub gray. But I'm like, I, after a while, I'm like, you know what? This is just another form of of being a follower. You know what I mean? Just just do you be in what in, you're into. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when I was a kid, my father used to take me to the Soul Veggie place and he put me on a, like wheatgrass juice and all of that. And it was just kind of like a healthy thing. But it wasn't like, yo, you must submit to this diet. Otherwise, you killing yourself and you ain't really black. And, you know, it, it does kind of some some people just look, if you really love black people, you'll love all black people, no matter what they're doing. In the small exactly. life, like how they're wearing their hair or what they <laughs> what moisturize with or what they wash with. It's just like, what business, what do you care, you know? And, and the other thing I didn't get about, and I, I'm not even getting on woke people. I'm more, I'm getting into like the whole taps or whatever. Like, you know, you're judging me for, you're judging me for eating red meat, but you smoke all the weed in the world. All of it. I, yeah. I think people just like to be a part of a movement. Like that's, if it's consistent, they want to be attached to it, and they they love to be the first one. Like they love to be the one. Like yo, yeah. it, yo, have you heard about this? Like yo, you need to get up on that. Like this, that new wave. Like yeah, okay, all right, I'm good. I let this one pass me. You let me know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Sorry, yeah, but it's, it's it's degrees of wokeness. I, I I do think we, you know. <sighs> As adults, we we kind of owe it to ourselves and, and society to be a little socially conscious, you know. But I don't I don't think we should let it get we shouldn't get carried away with it and let it get to a ridiculous, you know, just a ridiculous level, man. But um, but yeah, man, that's 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 how I feel about that. But yeah, you're right, Jamil. The word the term woke probably ain't going nowhere, you know. I just I, I don't like it because it, it could come off very dismissive at times, like. Like depending on how you use it, sure. But moving right along, we have um, just a couple more segments to get through. This is actually this week is actually the 25th anniversary of the release of Wu Tang Clan's Into the 36 Chambers and uh, a tribe called Quest's Midnight Marauders album. They actually came out on the same day. Um, oh, and real quick, I just want to plug a book, man. Like. Um, because it, it, a lot of people, I get feedback on the show. A lot of people ask me, like, where do we get our trivia knowledge and stuff from? It's just years you know, of being in this hip hop thing, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just you just pick it up over time. But mm-hmm. as far as album, there's a book I want to plug called uh, "Check the Technique." It's uh, it's by this author named Brian Coleman, but it's a book that breaks down the history behind 36 
uh, classic hip-hop albums. It kind of gives you a history of the albums and how they, they came into being and were created from the artist's mouth. And um, it, it's a pretty good book. It's called Check the Technique. But going back to uh, Tribe and Wu-Tang, but uh, just, you, you don't have to spend a whole lot of time on this, but what about those two albums do y'all appreciate? Rodney, you can go first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want me to go first? Oh, okay. Um, which one you want me to start off with? Which one you want um, 36 Chambers, actually, surprisingly for me, I actually started in reverse. Um, you know, I... I, I was really I run I jumped on the Wu Tang Man wagon in '96, so I, I had to backtrack to 36 Chambers just to get the full effect of it, and I ended up loving 36 Chambers even more. Uh, backtracking to it and just it was just not only just the hits that's on that album, but just the the songs that wasn't really uh, big hits that was just like just classic. It's just. Wu Tang just spitting bars after bars after bars, and you you got Met the Man at his best. You got you know Ghostface at his best, Jizza at his best. Like you know Specta Deck. Like everybody was just laying it down on that album. You had some of RZA's best production. Um, so yeah, like Thirty Six Chambers was a late bloomer for me, but definitely a great listen. And you know always was heavy in the rotation. On my way to work or it was one of those you know it, i felt like 36 chambers was one of those set the tone albums like to get you started for the day and um you know then you go into the other stuff that you listen to you know if you were a hip-hop head like we were um so am i still on yeah i'm still on so yeah um, <laughs> it got quiet but <laughs> like everybody left the room for some reason <laughs> but, yeah, mean, but, but yeah, it, it it was one of those, you know, it, it was just a classic, instant classic for me. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Greg? I, 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 Midnight Marauders. Um, I think Michael. Well, I think Questlove said it best. It was on the uh, the the documentary that Michael Rappaport did um, about about a tribe called Quest. He said that is it would that particular date that you mentioned marked it's a very specific time in hip hop history because 36 Chambers came out and then it was the last really good I, I can't call it great but it was the last really good Tribe Called Quest album and it just it was a it was a delineation point for me to see where Tribe went from there you know how far down it went especially like that next album with the introduction of um, Consequence and how he was getting more run than than Fife, and it was just it it, just, yeah, it, ne it never felt the same. It never felt the same. Yeah, what, what, I yeah. didn't know what was going on. I thought I thought when I heard Consequence, I thought that was Alicia E. Muhammad rapping. I, I, I like I'm like who is this? Yeah, I thought that too originally. Right, which he never really did. Like he Ali Ali was more always more the DJ. And I they, like they couldn't even understand. It was like, why is consequence? Why is consequence on this album more than Fife? And it just it, it never it never felt the same. It never felt like uh, instinctive. What is it? People's instinctive rhythms and yeah. yeah. And 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 it never it never felt like low end theory. Like it couldn't it couldn't touch it, man. So it was one of the delineation points. And then 
36 chambers, dude, I, 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 I'm like, I'm like Rodney. I hit up 36 chambers kind of late. But listening to 36 chambers, you know, as I got older, I was like, man, this, I'm, I'm upset that I missed this particular point in time when this album came out and the feel and the vibe. Yeah, me too, man. Yep. Because it was dope, but it would never be as dope because I didn't experience it when it first happened, like when it first came right. out. So yeah, I just remember both them albums being dope, and for them to come out on the same day, like that just had to be like that whole summer or that time period just had to be crazy. Yeah, with Midnight Marauders too, I feel like Mid- Midnight Marauders, like if you want boom bap hip hop one on one, that's the album. That's for it. You. That is the yeah. album for you. Like if for if you are producing the game, all the young listeners that's listening to this show and you're trying to get your you know production career off the ground and you want to get some like signature boom bass sound go back and listen to midnight marauders all the way through go back and listen to both you will never Dude, listen to the first three yeah both albums i, I agree listen to yeah. wu-tang too wu-tang had it too but let, let, dude it's, yeah it's, it's oh, so it's so it's so completely different though that's what was so dope about that time period too because you can take and they kind of have the same thing where we speak about, but they don't sound alike at all. And 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 even the you know the lyrical content, you know, you got sharp, and it's it's so different from the same place. These are are must listen to albums um, for anybody who has not done so, or anybody that is said if you you in the game and you trying to. Uh, find some, some 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 research points or something to um go back on. I, was, I don't know if anybody heard that yeah uh, you just repeat yourself for good measure <laughs> okay <laughs> we heard passion is just that the la- that last little five seconds oh the last part didn't did, did we did we lose them yeah we lost we lost he said it didn't matter anyway so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, go ahead, Ian. What's your, what's your I wanted take? to get to some final thoughts, but what I was going to say was like, basically, you, you, you all kind of echo my sentiments as far as the two albums. You got you got two groups from the same city at the same time with two totally different diversion sounds, just carving out their own niches. Like I, I personally think Midnight Marauders is Tribe's best album. Just if anyone asks me what album to start with, I would recommend that one. <clears throat> and then um. Uh, as far as Wu-Tang, man, I mean, like, you know, what can I say about that album that already hasn't been said? Like, I got put on to it. I think my brother uh, had it. He either borrowed it or stole it from a classmate of his, brought it home. And I remember getting a hold of it and listening to it and just thinking to myself, it was it sounded so different. Like, like, yo, who are these dudes? Like, why do they think they're samurai? Like, what's this all about like yeah it was just so different it was like nothing i had ever heard before like you know the whole kung fu angle and you know just how grimy the beats were and then the skits man the crazy skits like what like with torture and then the um uh uh um the other skit with uh where they were roasting each other and then the other skit with ghostface was talking about the dude who got shot you know it was just it was just so different, man. It was like it was just so left field. It was like nothing I had ever really heard before, man. And like I was hooked, man. I was hooked. I was like, man, I gotta hear, I gotta hear more from these dudes, man. 
man. But both those albums are classics, man. Um, so anyone listening who might be a newbie to hip hop, just haven't checked these albums out, I strongly suggest you do so. And um, they're classics, man. They're classics. Like, like I, I didn't even know they came out on the same day uh, until recently. I knew they came out the same year, but I, I didn't know they came out the same day. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. I didn't know that either. Yeah, but ho- hold on one second. I'm going to try to reconnect to Jamil real quick. Hold on one second. I got one more fun fact for you, too. Go ahead. So, I read this in the wake of the Midnight Marauders album. It was actually their first album to go platinum. Mm-hmm. Even before Low End Theory. Low End Theory yeah. ended up going platinum not too long after Midnight Marauders. So, I think a lot of people kind of backtrack and listen to Low End Theory. And then, because Midnight Marauders was so good. And, you know, that's what helped propel Tribe Called Quest really to that kind of pop status, but it wasn't really, they didn't really go pop. Nah, popular. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. It's, it's interesting with that album, uh, Low End Theory, because it, it was coming right off of uh, people uh, rhythms and travels. It's a long title, man. It's hard to remember the whole thing. People think of travels in the path of rhythms. There you go. There you go. People's people stuff. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> because that first album was more a part of like with Jungle Brothers, it was more a part of with uh, 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 it was a movement more so that they were trying to create in hip hop where it's just a real right, they were trying to create, they were trying to like put everybody, you know, what I'm saying, it, it involved into this. The, the music it's just you know it's 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 really interesting how no like not it was a very uh niche kind of thing kind of like a cult not cult but like that culture so nobody really gravitated to it from the outside low end theory was dope but not many not a lot of people heard it. so by the time they got to midnight marauders and they was like yo this is dope and then they back then all of a sudden low end theory gets played and uh, uh, people's travels gets play. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 right. it's interesting how that, and that's not for every group. You know, it's not all. It doesn't always work that way. To for you to get to your third album and then get your second album to go platinum after your third one, like that's that's nuts, man. So it's just yeah, I that thought, is that's dope, man. That's, that's dope. Yeah, man. Yep, yep. Shout out to them, man. Some true pioneers, man. In the game and just, just very contributions to the genre, man. It will not be erased. So, uh, yeah, shout out to them. So we gonna move right along, man. Um, we gonna do our, we gonna do our, we gonna dip into our overrated, underrated segment real quick, <laughs> real quick. So uh, the fast food joint restaurant Sonic, overrated or underrated? Underrated. A lot of good food, I'm, man. And, uh, and uh, the slushies, yeah, yes, sir. I, yes, sir. I actually never had Sonic, so I cannot really say anything about it. Oh, no, it's I tell you, this is it's more of a Texas thing, but you know, I live in Texas. I know Chicago, you it's so much other food to eat, you just you ain't gonna stop at no Sonic, man. Hey, man, Sonic is dope, to me. Got, it's underrated. They put one in, I agree. Sonic is dope. 
they put one in um in, in River Oaks, man. It's it kind of fell off, man. When they put when they first opened, though, man, it was bumping, man. They had had girls roller skating your your food out to you, man. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, man, what's this about? Like, and, and the food was good. <laughs> That's what they did. <laughs> what they do in the wintertime? I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I, I need to find out. They wearing first downs and roller skates. <laughs> Well, here, here they don't do. Like they might have one girl roller skate. You know what I'm saying? One, one girl, one dude, or one girl roller skate. Everybody else just walk out. Like oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't, it ain't as cool no more. They got one in Cicero, in, but I never went to that one. Man, the one that went to River Oaks, man, all the girls are roller skated out to you. It was, it was dope, man. I'm like, mm. I can get used to this. Now, it's, but they kind of fell off though. Now it's niggas roller skating it out to you. <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> well, had a big head Rico. Right, right. I don't like that. All right, so the next one, man, sweet tea, overrated or underrated? Underrated sweet tea is delicious. And I just recently had some watermelon sweet tea. What? Oh my god! I don't know where I've been. I don't know. My life changed, bro. Changed watermelon sweet tea. Ooh, I'm gonna go underrated. I agree. That sounds delicious. Watermelon sweet tea. Yeah, sweet tea is underrated, man. I had some before I got on the got on the podcast. All right, next up, um, Pico. Underrated or underrated? Oh, uh, underrated or overrated? <laughs> we already know how you feel, Ian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they're a bit overrated, man. But. It's, it's hard to say because like I, I we really need Reggie to speak on this one he, he's more the fashion guy but uh, I, I remember what like 10-15 years ago Peacoats was like a huge thing I don't know if it's really still you know is it is it still big I don't know No, you know what I think it was overrated then because it was popular now I don't think it's such a big deal anymore so now I think it's underrated yeah, I think they're underrated just because peacoats are so versatile, man. Like, you can wear them out. In service, you can wear them casually. Like, you know, they're, they're just so versatile. And they're, they they actually are warm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they are. They are. You know? They're they, they super warm. And I love them. They keep you warm without having you look like a thug. So, yep. you know, yeah, I, I'm going to go underrated. All right, next up, um, Xbox Live. Overrated or underrated? Overrated. I've never been an Xbox fan. I was always PlayStation. Underrated. I've always played Xbox. I love it. Now, now, I'm talking about <laughs> Xbox Live, the way you connect with other people. Yes, I know. Uh, I know. It's okay, okay. Yes, um, I'm stand, standing by my statement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Live. <laughs> Live, record it. I don't care. I, I have no dog in the fight, man. I'm not a gamer, so... You know, I know it's popular. You know, cats kind of link up on there. I was just wondering how y'all felt about it. Um, all right, next up, having a backyard deck or patio, overrated or underrated? Underrated. Again, underrated. I agree. It's, it, dude. You could yes. barbecue. You could have car like card games. I have a nice little table. For you. you know what I'm saying, dude. You, you could you could if you set it up right. You could be out there every day in the summer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, that's true. That that's woke right there. 
<laughs> we had many a battles in the, in the patios and the, on the car table. And yes. and if you lay it out right, man, like like that's less that's less grass for you to have to mow too. Like yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. Out there, man. Like like blacktop that mess, man. You ain't got to worry about all that all that yard work, man. Oh yeah. Dude, man, I can't wait to get one, man. I can't wait to get one. I'm yeah, dope, man. You ain't, you ain't gonna ever regret it. I'm long overdue. Mm-hmm. Okay, man. Next up, overrated or underrated, man? Sushi. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Cause I'm I'm not wild about sushi, but so I guess it's overrated to me because I'm not wild about it. Yeah, it's overrated. I can't eat. Well, I can't eat shellfish anyway. I'm allergic. But even if I wasn't. People be loving sushi, man. I yeah, okay, it's cool. You know, I just had some salmon. I mean, that's I was pretty hidden right there. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't you know. Can't go wrong with salmon. Man, I'm you a- that boy ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with underrated, man. I love sushi, man. I just got recently put on to unagi, like barbecued eel. Oh man, dude, it's the best thing ever. And sushi goes really good with scotch. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there listening, y'all wondering what to pick up with, man? Sushi and scotch, man, they they go pretty well together. All right, oh, okay. So next up, trench coats, overrated or underrated? <sighs> Dude, yeah, I'm gonna go underrated. It depends, man, because my boy down here is it's Texas, so. It don't really get that cold, man. And this Saturday, this dude had on a, a trench coat, bro, that somebody gave him, man. Looking like Buster Brown. Like, <laughs> it, really, it really threw me off, man. And I, yeah. I, with that experience, I'm going to have to say overrated. Just just based off of that alone, man. It, it looks so bad. Like, it was the light brown with the belt. He had the belt tied up, too. Like, I, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's terrible. That is terrible. Hey, Greg. Hey, Greg. Do you have that? Do you have that fur in line on the inside? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't that cold, man. It was. It just didn't make sense. Yeah, you can't have a fur in line if it ain't even that cold. You said I was used to take mine off. Yeah, maybe he was about to flash some people. <laughs> I don't know. That's exactly how he looked too. Oh wow. At- you know what? I, I think I think with trench coats, I think it's like a bucket hat, man. If if deploy right, if you rock it right, the right outfit. Just I don't agree with you. Like the black, black trench coat, like the furry black, not furry black, but you know what I'm saying, like the 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 black one, dude. Those are dope, but the 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 regular light brown. Mm-mm. Even nah, like just, one, if if you get the right cut of a trench coat and light brown, I think. I think it, it's doable if, if you could rock it right, but you gotta know what to wear up under. See, Cassie trying to wear like sweaters and jeans like up under a trench coat, and that that ain't popping, man. That's not what's <laughs> Let me ask you this: Women in trench coats, cool or nah? Oh, that's a good question. It depends on how they rock it. I mean, it's hard to rock a trench coat well for a woman. I mean, like it all depends on the on the the cut and color of it see like my my wife she's got a trench coat that's like red like fire truck red and it's like okay. oh but like right, right, right. one of my trench coats it would look a little weird 
I just don't just don't go around my thing with trench colors this don't go around with like you selling new squares or CDs and DVDs like <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I don't, it, it all depends. I think it's just really, it all depends on how you rock. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So we're going to move right along, man, to our uh, What's Your Bumping segment where we invite our guests, our hosts, or co hosts, or whatever you want to call us. To share what they've been bumping for the past week and put the audience on to something old, something new, and something that I've heard before. So, uh, Roddy, man, I, I, you're our special guest, so I get a floor to you, man, this week. What you been bumping? <clears throat> oh, man, Jamla's the squad, volume two. Go check it out. If you ain't heard it, it's hot. And um, also uh, for my instru- instrumental selection, because you know I always got to come with the instrumentals. Uh, Abstract Orchestra, they just dropped Mad Villain Volume One. It's like uh, pretty much orchestra playing Mad Villain. Um, I heard it. I heard it. It's dope. It, it, it's really dope. They did Dilla last year. That one's dope too. If you haven't heard the Dilla one. Uh, check it out, but it's just a live orchestra of playing old classic hip hop records and Mad Villain. Um, they actually it's volume one, so they only did half of Mad Villain's album, and I think they I guess they're gonna do the next part whenever they come out. So that's why it's volume one. Okay, okay, cool, cool. So Greg, man, what you been bumping? Ah, <clears throat> uh, some few few interesting things, man. Um, listen to this cat named Killian Shakespeare. Not sure if y'all familiar with him. No, uh, I, I just ran across him actually from uh, producer Stro Elliott. He posted something where he was listening to his album, so I decided to check it out. It's actually kind of cool. It's, it's it's more along your vein, Rodney, where it's got instrumentals. It's it's not exactly um, you know it's not like rap rap. It's not R and B, but it, he he mixes it up. It's really it's really a production. You know, what I'm okay. it's, it's really a project. Um, then I then I've been listening to some disappointing albums. Um, <laughs> Greg, why you do it to yourself, dude? I had to do it because they were there. Uh, take off the last rocket. Uh, it, it sputtered. <clears throat> um, Swiss Beats, Poison. Uh-uh. Uh uh. Was listening to uh, Quavo. Ugh. I'm not even gonna mention it. Uh, yeah. Metro Boomin, no. What, what's making um, What's making you check out these albums, bro? Because <laughs> like, they don't know. I gotta get. Well, Spotify has them like right there. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, I listen to it, get through it. I couldn't even get. I couldn't even get through Takeoffs out. Some of these albums, you just it's just they they the same thing over and over. Same thing with Tory Lanez. I listened to Tory Lanez. I, I couldn't even get through it, but. Um, one album that I, I haven't listened to was Logic's. Again, I listened to Logic's um, Young Sinatra Four. I have a greater appreciation, even more now. Again, <laughs> for this album, this is about the third time, fourth time I've listened to it. Um, just dude, 
from the production to the lyrics to the cadence to the features like this this might be Logic's best album um, next to Under Pressure <clears throat> um, I think it was just, it's, just, it's just absolutely awesome if you haven't heard it and if you haven't heard it we're going to be reviewing it on uh, the litmus test coming up in about two weeks so uh, be sure to be on the lookout for that uh, just a shameless plug sorry people nah that's awesome and, um, check out the litmus <laughs> test man it's dope 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 Podcast, if you dig vibes and stuff, you will dig a litmus test. Dope material, man. Yeah, that hey, that Black on Both Sides review was dope. That was fire. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Oh, oh, I also listened to that Mick Jenkins, Pieces of a Man. I don't know. I'm going to give it another listen. It was a bit much for me. Yeah, um, I, was heavy. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, it was hard to digest, man. I, I, I'm not I'm not 100% sure why just yet, so I'm going to give it another listen. It was the production. I, you think so? It might have been, dude. It was it was a struggle. And then that Vince Staples. Vince Staples has always been dope to me. But the, the project is way too short. I don't know what this is. It's got to be a mixtape because it shouldn't have been an album. But, yeah. But that's what I've been listening to. Or what I've been bumping. Sorry. Stick with the thing. <laughs> oh, right. I'm going to drop one more R&B plug. Only because Reggie's not here and I'm doing this in honor of Reggie. Uh, it's this cat named Bobby Earth. Mm. The album is crazy. Uh, he's got a song out called uh, "Mood" that's uh, is actually a pretty dope R&B track. He, he's kind of he's kind of all over the place. If you listen to the album, the album's not it, it's it's decent. It's not fantastic, but it's decent. Some different. I think the cat's got a future. It's his first. I think it's his second album. So um, that's just a little plug for two. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right, so this week, man, I've just been bumping, um, really been getting into this Master Ace and Marco Polo album um, called A Brooklyn Story. Dope, dope album. This album has definitely made my top 10 album list for the year of 2018. It's that dope. I put it up there with Long Hot Summer and Disposable Arts. It's that good of an album. Uh, Very cohesive and just dope, man. Um, I've also been bumping Jamla's The Squad uh, too. Uh, the Rodney, the album Rodney just referenced. Um, dope, dope compilation. My, my my whole thing was my problem with compilations is that they they're usually a vehicle to like shed light on artists you, you otherwise wouldn't be checking for. And when you get through it, you kind of realize why some of these artists folks ain't really checking for it like that. Like they're just okay. They're not terrible, but they're just like. When, when, you, when you're on the same label with someone who has a lot of star power and a, or a lot of talent like a Rhapsody it's going to be harder for you to shine it's going to be harder for you to stand out and it, it, that kind of comes through on a couple of tracks on the jamble but the other album I was bumping was also um, I don't know if y'all heard of the, this rapper named uh, Defari he's a west coast cat <clears throat> like the late 90s he did an album called Solamente that's pretty dope I wish he had dropped this back in the summer, though, man, because this is a very funky, summery album, and, like, um, I, I just, it's hard for me, the music on here is good, you, you, you hear the quality of the music, but because it's such a California-esque, summery, funky album, you just wish, I, I wish I could be bumping this, like, in June or July, as opposed to November, um, but, but, dope album nonetheless, so, um, that'll do it for our show this week. Uh, just a preview of a, of a few topics that we got coming up uh, in season three uh, that we're going to tackle. 
Uh, next week, I want to tackle, I want to do the greatest hip-hop love song bracket. Hopefully, everybody's all in for that. Um, another bracket I want to do is the best hip-hop adjacent movies. So, movies that are either about hip-hop, touched on hip-hop, or had hip-hop artists, like, playing in major roles. Like, Juice? Yeah, Juice is oh, definitely yeah. going to be in that bracket. Yeah. Claude uh, Durant? Deep Street, 8 Mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get Rich, Die Trying. Uh, Fresh. I don't know if y'all heard of this movie, Fresh. Yeah, Fresh, oh, yeah. Oh, Fresh was underrated. Yeah, very slept on movie. Um, we'll also do I'm have, I'm not going to do a bracket for this Because I think it would just be too involved and too long But I'm going to have the crew come on And share their Favorite 10 skits from the Dave Chappelle show um, Dave Chappelle was a show that was it was, Chappelle show was Very closely intertwined with hip hop And you know hip hop artists and, You know he, he definitely had his, his Finger on the pulse of like the culture And you know The artist that truly bringing a lot of talent to the table um in the early 2000s and it was a hilarious show man so i, I wanted y'all to talk about y'all's favorite skits y'all's top 10 favorite skits that don't involve rick james prince or clayton bixby because <laughs> we know those those skits are in the holy trinity of skits you know right 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 you know what i'm saying it's like those go without in that holy trinity uh rick the rick james story the prince story and the clayton bixby skit Okay, so Wayne Brady is, is available. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh man. Okay. Trading spouses too. <laughs> yeah. The rainbow craft. Uh uh what was that? Dice the dice game? What was it called? The Hood Olympics. Yeah, World Series of Dice. Oh the World Series of Dice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was the Hood Olympics. But yeah, uh, you're right. watch. <laughs> oh, and the player hates this ball. The player hates the ball too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, all of that, all of that, man. We, we gonna get to all that. Don't forget the, don't forget the sleep age red. <laughs> oh, and uh, R. Kelly skit. Oh man, look at me, America. Juice. <laughs> yes, yes, this should be good. We'll get to all of that. So, man, I want to thank y'all for for catching in tonight, uh, carving some time away from the families, riding. In struggle for you greg man your your contributions are always appreciated uh thanks and i know you got your podcast going on and everything too so uh let's check that out too the litmus test on all the available platforms and so with that um, oh and one more plug magnificent uh vibes season finale uh be sure to check it out we're about to touch on some big topics jimmy butler getting traded to the sixes uh we're gonna address a, a a lot of stuff also we're gonna break down midnight marauders a little bit deeper too um so just a little shameless plug absolutely absolutely man we're gonna get it in on that one get the people what they want that's gonna be dropping in a couple days so actually this is the uh 14th anniversary of the passing of old dirty D- oh, old dirty bastard from the wu-tang clan so i'm going to end the show with an instrumental uh tribute to him and just something for the listeners to enjoy to, to take us out for the show. And with that, I, once again, I bid y'all adieu. And uh, thanks for catching in. And uh, peace. Peace, 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 peace.
Hi, um, my name is Mienda, and I live in Florida. Being a young black female and a, also a teen mother, um, what do you guys do to get back, give back to the community? Um, also directed mostly towards ODB. I know, what do you, what is going to be your thing for the community? Nothing. <laughs> 